niggas is some type of game, bitch. What's going on? My name is Kirk Valentino. And my name is Falange. And we got a real bitch in the room. Go ahead. Dow, what's going on, y'all? <laughs> it's the one of the only big, sexy official live in the flesh. Dow. Well, what does Dow mean? Is it Dow or down? Down. Down means like, yes. Okay. Like, down means yes. Okay. Yeah. T. You know all Okay. That. Okay. Okay. So that's like your shit. I wouldn't necessarily say, because I've had people say, hey, baby, no, 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 Where no, no. They've been from? saying down in New Orleans. They've been saying, oh, but it's the Orleans. thing is, I use it a lot. It has been, it's it's now a part of my verbiage. Is it a gay thing or is it like? It's not even necessarily a gay thing. It's just a mic thing. It's just okay. how I talk. It's just an emphasis on things. It's more of an excitement. It's just the way that I operate and I say things. It's like, it's literally a part of my verbiage. I, if you're around me 24 7, you're mm-hmm. probably going to hear me say that time, say down at least 10 times. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, what we was talking about a little bit before we got on the mics turned on was you were saying how people are afraid to reach out to you. Mm-hmm. But I was saying that I knew you was a real bitch when I met you. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't feel afraid to reach out to you. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like if you wasn't going to come, you wasn't going to come. And if you was going to come, you was going to say you uh-huh. was going to come. And look, he just. Yeah! Because this is the thing, like, yeah. people don't understand when it comes to that dynamic of networking and getting to know people and doing different things, collaborating with people, you will literally miss out on a good blessing looking at a motherfucker following Followers, how much or who. Yeah. Because Followers. when I tell you a lot of the times what I learned, especially about living in Atlanta, oh, the God. people who are really about it, the people who really got to check, the people who are really connected, the people who really could put you in these rooms around certain people have 5,000 followers, mm-hmm. have 2,000 followers, have 300 yeah. followers, have 400 followers, so you can't go by that missed out on the blessing being like oh I feel like he doesn't have 100k oh I feel like she don't right. have 200k so I don't want to network no mm-hmm. you get that same energy to a bitch if they have a million followers or a motherfucker if they have 500 followers you know what I'm saying yes. and so that's how I am and when people look at me they be like damn how you got around this person how you around this person how you connect with and that's because everybody get the same energy mm-hmm. right come on real bitch that, that. but that's what I'm saying real recognize real so I didn't know you was from New York Nah. Well, let's <laughs> let's get into that. Let's get into that because I don't need my people. <laughs> so I rep Savannah, Georgia. Okay, yeah. all day. But I am originally from New York. I was mm. born in the Bronx. In the Boogie And I, ma- I migrated to Savannah. So I say I'm from New York by way of Savannah, Georgia. So you really from Savannah? Because I feel like where you kind of grew up, where you went to high school is where you grew up. Yes, and I went yeah. to high school in Savannah. I know Savannah like the back of my hand. My mother lives in Savannah. My and father, you came my here sisters, at 10 years old, right? I came to Georgia at 10. Yeah, so you raised. That's a big chunk. I left Savannah raised. at 24. I'm 29. I was going to say, when did you come oh, to Atlanta? I came to Atlanta. I've been here uh, 2024. I make... Four years. Oh, okay. So you came to Atlanta. When you came to Atlanta, you were thinking like, did you know you was going to be this like bad bitch, like influencer? Like what was the goal? Because on the show, we talk about entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. like people making something out of themselves without just going to a nine to five doing hustlers. Mm -hmm. You are doing your motherfucking thing right now. I got to give you your flowers. Did you know this is what you was going to be doing? Like when you was like, let me move to Atlanta. Like what was the, what was the plan? I did. But this is what you have to understand, too. I think that people perception is everything and everything that glitters is not always gold. Mm-hmm. And so with a lot of people, what I be wanting them to understand is I'm still in between my blessings, too. Mm-hmm. Right. And so even though I am on the grind, 
I am still in between my blessings. And mm-hmm. so it, though, although it may look like a motherfucker has arrived, I still haven't arrived yet. And so I still got so much more work and grounded that I have to put in. But I knew that Atlanta was going to be my stop. For right. sure. I love Atlanta. I love mm-hmm. Atlanta so much. And I'm, <laughs> I keep telling myself, bitch, don't get too complacent in loving Atlanta yeah. because you will find yourself getting stuck and yeah. feeling like Atlanta is the ceiling for you when it's not. You have mm-hmm. so many places all over the world mm-hmm. and different things and so much networking that you could do all over the world so don't find yourself getting complacent here Mm -hmm. but what it is is I'm like wow I see with Atlanta what I'm learning though on the flip side if you come here and you hustle you will make that shit happen for yourself right. but if you come here and think that some shit is going to be handed to you because you feel as though or you heard that this is the land of a land of where dreams come true and you don't feel like you have to necessarily put in that work mm. you're delusional and you're going to come here in 2013 and you're going to still be here in 2025 and with no progression nothing has excelled nothing has gone so you got to come here with the mindset of oh I'm hustling bitch right. I, me I'm the type of person girl I done had I've been booked for major events and I've been booked for events with 20 people in the room right. and I still Still show up to both. Yeah. Giving energy to both because you never know who's in the room. Exactly. So when I so I say all of that to say, yes, I was like, oh, Atlanta's gonna be my stop. I'm moving to Atlanta because especially being a black gay man, I don't feel like in the United States of America, it's nowhere like Atlanta to excel, to have fun, to eat, to be comfortable. Nobody bothers us here. Nobody is on our backs here. To you have sex can, parties. Yeah. Oh. Are you are you in the sex party community? Uh-uh. <laughs> no. The sex party community is heavy in Atlanta. No, I'm not into sex parties, but I'm not into sex parties. I'm not into that. Mm-hmm. But but I could do me a piece of I could do me a piece of watching two people fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Would you okay. consider that a sex party? A voyeur, no, what is it? A voyeur, a voyager, or I think that's what it's called. I could see, I could see. And you get off, you. you get off on that, like it turns. No, you I on. don't even have to masturbate. I don't have to do. I could just watch. Okay. They I think that's, that's, that's kind of fun. There's people that like that to, yes, to be watched. And it's, yes, it's a lot. Trust so me, when you watch, are you watching quietly? Are you like, yes, like what are you giving when you watch? No, I'm just watching. Like, okay. Have you ever been paid God. to watch? No, nah, I've never been paid to watch, baby, but I've asked. And okay. I, I've had people tell me, <laughs> yeah. Or I've had people just kick it off right in front of me. And I'm just like, oh, my, I'll be intrigued. Like, oh, my. I just see you giving words of encouragement while they fucking. Well, I'm not a big fucker myself, so I can't really encourage Do you remember that. that was what we spoke about? I don't be doing what. I'm doing I'll be lost in okay. the sauce and- look I asked you the last time I asked you how do, I don't know how the fuck we even started talking about that but you having you getting fucked Duh, and we you did talk yeah. about that and you said that you wasn't really into that did, has, oh my god <laughs> what's the you missing out on the whole gay experience Ooh, no I ain't up? missing out on it baby I just cause I still do me a sucky sucky okay but as far as penetration, I cannot take it. The pain. Hmm. It hurts so bad to me. It does. The first half. It hurts so bad to me. It do. It do. And even when I get on Twitter and I see different things and I see a motherfucker riding. Yeah. I'll be like, what the f-? That shit hurts so bad. Like, maybe I'm exaggerating because I've been around some of my friends. They're like, it hurt, but you not that bad. probably fucked somebody with a to big dick. me, it feels like pins and knees. That shit hurts. Hurts to me. Okay, and now so, I'm scared because it's been four years. So I know now. 
<laughs> okay, wait. So when they are actually like putting it in, is it foreplay? Are they eating it first? Like, are they just sticking it in? Because that's gonna oh, hurt. Oh, see, I did with Trey. So Trey be just trying be to trying to it out. They think it's a pussy. <laughs> it's not. That's the thing. But that's the thing. Me getting older, I'm not fucking with Trey no more. Like I don't I'm have like my bestie. I don't got time, bro. I don't have time for that. You don't know if you gay. You want to be gay. You don't want like I don't got time. I'm grown. I don't. I don't hide for nobody. So I want to know, like, would you consider yourself? Are you experienced? Do you feel like you're experienced enough? Experienced with, with sex or just experienced with the boys? In general. Oh, I'm experienced with the boys. Let me tell you something about Big Mama. <laughs> it's if you spent a day with me, you would gag. Okay. <laughs> I don't play. Mm. But it when it comes to as far as penetration and mm-hmm. when it comes to I am more of the type, I'm gonna set the tone for the room. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a nigga just wanna be around me because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But as far as they know that we probably you probably could get sucked off maybe twice a week and you're not fucking me. You are wow. not fucking me. And I'm wow. damn sure not fucking you because I'm not into that. And wow. I'm not even nobody's ass. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay. Okay, boom. I ain't let's, nobody's ass. Let's shift, let's shift gears. You Did you grow up in a church? I did. That's a horrible... Uh, Transition. <laughs> what so a transition. You give me the way you speak. Was your mother like heavy? Somebody like you speak like a pastor to me. Yeah, like, you speak really? very profoundly. like very like pastor, like hallelujah. Like you, you very, very you holy preach. ghost. Like, it's I don't like know. A, it's like a very Nobody ever told you that? Yes, they have, but it's just every time somebody said it to me, I'm like, oh, okay. I just, because I have a strong personality. So in my mind, that's how I just feel like I'm. Um, portraying it to the world is just like I have a strong personality. I don't get preacher out of it, but so many people something tell me, I can't explain it. It's something like you. I could tell mother, you grew up in the church. My mother, my mother is very heavy in the church. Shout very, out to Mama Love. Very rooted in her God. Well, mm. excuse me, because if she heard me say her God, she would kill me. Mm. Our God. Okay, okay, our God. My, not your God, because my girl would have a fit. So is. If she, is Mama Love like paying attention to everything you're doing, watching, or is she like, I'm not really into that? I would say 50-50. She, like, it took her a while. First of all, I've always, I, not necessarily always been out, mm-hmm. but I've always been out, right? Mm-hmm. And so I didn't go, I didn't go into an experience of having to hide who I am because I was getting beat, because I was mm-hmm. getting beat it on, and my mother didn't allow me to express myself. She did. I was still my mother's pocketbooks. I was still my mother fur coats. I was still her jewelry. I was still her half because she's a fab woman. Mm. I was, and she, she knew it made her uncomfortable, but she never kicked me out. Yeah, she never treated me different. And that's she a big deal. Never, in church. Big deal. she is. never did any of that. I just would know it would make her feel uncomfortable because if we was watching something like. Like um, if RuPaul popped up on TV, she would express herself in that way mm. towards him. Mm. But of course, as a child, I'm listening to it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, she was too much care for it like that. Yeah. But I would hear like, oh, you know how you know how mothers do. Yeah. But she never treated me. I'm her. She loves the my only, dirty socks. So you, as you and your sister, that's it. I have an older sister and a younger sister. Okay, I'm so you a middle child. child. Yes. Okay. When so my first time seeing you was. I mean, I've seen you for some time now on the internet, but my first time really like is that laughing video with you and um, it's his name Father Flex. Flex. Uh-huh, Father Flex. At the Chipotle. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, bitch. And every time I see that video, I am on the floor. I don't know what it is, but that was my first time seeing you. What was your first viral moment? Wow, that was my question. <laughs> That's my first question. Oh, Hey. <laughs> my people on the money, baby. you know. Um, you're very prepared. Oh, y'all, I done had so. What like, was the, the first one that you knew? Yet, like, 
it took off like yeah, we'll your first. Where the hood niggas at? Probably where the hood niggas at. Oh, probably where the hood niggas at. Where the hood niggas at? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, so that was your first hour. So that had to be like what 2016? No, that was Ooh. so I been recorded a video mm-hmm. um at my friend Beat by Court Shop. This was in Savannah. This is when I just was coming to Atlanta on a certain holiday, just mm-hmm. coming back and forth to my best friend True House. Mm-hmm. And she did my makeup, put the wig on. We were just having fun, Ken Ken. I made the video. Soon as <laughs> pandemic dropped. Right? <laughs> Before that, I had already had a following. People knew me. I was out there. But during the pandemic, when I was moving into my home in Atlanta, I moved into my place. I'm on my phone one day. This is right when everything started going locked down. Everybody, remember when the pandemic first started? Every, we was like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? Everybody was literally in the house all day, 24-7. Mm-hmm. Shit was really shut down. The clubs was mm-hmm. really closed. Mm-hmm. Shit was really closed. So I'm on my phone. They tagged me. They said, okay, Cash Doll did with it. They like, is this your voice? I'm like, because the video was so old. Oh, shit. She took your voice? So No, no, no. She didn't take it, but she did the video on TikTok. At that oh, time, I wasn't on TikTok. Okay. People sending it to me constantly. Constantly like, hey, Lala did your video where the hood niggas at. Cash Doll did your video where the hood niggas at. Lala did your video where the hood niggas at. I'm like, what the, what the fuck? fuck? I'm looking like, what the fuck? I was like, blown away. And then the shit just started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm like, Wow, that's so amazing to me, and so that's what made me create the TikTok. So that was I'm like, your okay, first. let me go get a piece of the pie. Let me see what the fuck going on. That was your first viral moment, like, like officially, like yeah, it's like a big there. viral moment. Yes. So with that being said, like, what moment are you most proud of? Oh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I would say, <sighs> oh, it's so many of them though, mm. but. As of right now, I would say the women conferences. Okay. Boom. Okay, go ahead. Say your thing, because that leads into I, my next question. Yeah, I would say the women conferences because I to have so many women love me. Mm-hmm. And because I know sometimes that it gets real sticky with black women and black yes. gay men. Mm-hmm. It's either we love each other or it's a division in the middle, mm-hmm. right? And so to have so many women love me and just so happy to see me, I'm mm-hmm. like, it really just makes my heart smile. I'm like, oh my God. That literally, a lot of people don't know what their purpose is in life. And so that's what also drives some people into depression because you don't know why you were put on this earth. You yeah. don't even know where to start. You don't even know how to make your map even make sense of this life shit. So you be like, what is my purpose? I know that that is my purpose. Yeah. I know that that is what I'm supposed supposed to be doing i've been slacking off of it um a little bit but i'm getting right back into that shit of my motivational videos of what i was doing it's just one i had started getting so busy Mm. two i was branding myself in a certain type of way but god literally just told me yesterday get back into your meat and potatoes your girls need to hear those messages Mm. they need to hear those words that's why they love you and so that i would say so far but stay tuned oh i can't give y'all a date but i can't give y'all a date because i get in trouble (laughs) all right no dates but I'm about to be on MTV's Caught in the Act. Um, it premieres actually today with Tammy. Yeah, I was. Tammy. That was one of the questions I was going to say. Okay. How was working with Tammy Rowland? Okay, well, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. How's working with Tammy? It was amazing. It was because um, Tammy's a real bitch. She mm-hmm. a real bitch. Like, it's she's a real bitch. And when I tell y'all, when y'all see, I got to invite y'all to the watch party. Oh, y'all. Amazing. 
are going to get because when I tell you, I so I is put, it a season or is it a one episode? You're on? I have two episodes. Oh, I'm a two. two. I have one and then it's a two be continue. Oh, uh, when I tell you, had to you extend that motherfucker that I did not play. Mm-hmm. I did not play. Oh, I can't wait. I did, and it was so ther- the whole thing was so therapeutic for me. Mm-hmm. It was. It was just a life lesson. It was so good. It was good TV. It was a good lesson I learned about myself. And it was just a really good experience. Everybody was professional. Everybody was wonderful. It just gave me an insight on TV. Let me tell you something about this TV shit. Mm. You got don't think you showing up to a set and there's two cameramen and one producer, baby. You got to go and do your big one in front of. It's probably ninety camera people out there. It's mm. five producers on set plus yeah. a PA plus three personal assistants. Then you got it's it's so you got to really do your big one. So it was a wonderful experience for me. Okay, I'm getting to a lot of TV. So love that. Shout out to Evolution. Um, your relationship with black women, you spoke about it, but mm. I wanted to say, I love how you love black women. Yes. Like, yes, it's always a little, sometimes it is a thing between black women and gay men, mm-hmm. black gay men that is, you know, we don't fuck with each other. But there are, we get along. Like, we are a good, we are a good team and we have a lot of similarities. Like, I love how you say things like, I, um, what did you say? When you say basically, like, you learn from black women. <laughs> Like, when they try to, like, the whole thing with who's stealing from who, the black women or the gays, it's like, I, me, all of my mannerisms and things about me, I learn from my mom. Like, my I'm motherfucking you know, mom. You know what I mean? Period. So and it's no, it's no beef. Like It's I, no beef. And everybody don't think the same. And, and let me break some shit down, because this is how it really goes. On yeah. some real shit, regardless if people like it or not, it's the truth break of how it everything down, goes. We do get from each other. Let's, yes. I'm not delusional. Yes. I'm not stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm a very educated person. I know what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot of people get things from the gays. I am not dumb to that. Mm-hmm. Yes, we may take things and we evolve it and we make it more fab and mm-hmm. we put our colors to it and mm-hmm. we put our evolution to it. I get that and I would never allow anybody to take away what the gays have brought to a mm-hmm. lot of people outside of women. Right. Men too, they still our designs. They still the way we dress. Mm-hmm. They starting to look like us now. They still our Talk- slogans. Absolutely. Yo. But you have to understand when it comes down to the dy- dynamic of black men and black women, 90% of us was raised by our mom. Mm-hmm. So we can't be a competition with somebody who birthed you yeah. and raised you and fed you and taught you how to move and taught you how to maneuver. It's not a competition because at the end of the day, you're emulating your mama, mm-hmm. okay? Regardless if you like it or not, I know sometimes the truth is so hard to hear. Yeah. You don't want to hear the truth. So as a black gay man, it's never a competition with me and a black woman because mm-hmm. if anything, I'm learning from you. My confidence, the way I move, the mm-hmm. way I talk, yeah. my mother, I emulate her, her jackets, her scars, her headbands, her bags, how she moves, how she she walk. I act just like my mother, who is a black woman. Yeah. So how could I then find myself wanting to be in competition with the very same person that I'm emulating, regardless if you like it or not? Because a lot of people say, I don't want to be a woman. I don't want to be a woman, but I picked up a lot of characteristics from my motherfucking mama. Yeah. Let's not play semantics. That's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. You're a beautiful transgender woman, but you're emulating a woman. Let's Boom. just be real. And it- so that's just what it is. So then you can't now try to tear down the very people because guess what? When it really get, when shit really get real, God forbid something was to happen to me right now, I can assure you it's going to be the black, black women. women that's going to stand Rallying for me. Yep. Yeah. So that's all I gotta say about that. That's the reality of what the fuck it is. Do you now make that a clip? Do you that is gonna go off? <laughs> Boom. Do you consider yourself an activist? I, I could do more. I'm gonna be honest with you. I could do more, mm-hmm. but it's like I'm an activist from afar because mm-hmm. it's no, it's not a day in history and time. 
Am I perfect? No, I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. Have I had spats with women? Yes, I would mm-hmm. be lying if I say I haven't. Mm-hmm. Do I still? I went through the drive-through last week. <laughs> Oh my God! At Dunkin' Donuts, this black lady was just being so rude and so nasty to me. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that I hate her? No. Does that mean that I'm taking away everything that she's done? No, I'm not. Am I in competition with her? No, I'm not. Is was she being nasty and rude? She was. Was she taking her anger out on me for whatever the fuck she was going through that day? She was. But at the end of the day, I still can't sit in a room and downplay who she is just because I may have had one bad experience with a woman. No. I think. First of all, it's a lot of people in Atlanta with these with these drive throughs that got attitudes. Women especially. Oh. I don't know what the issue is going on with that, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. But what I really appreciate about you is, you know, even though you don't call yourself an activist, but I do appreciate that you do advocate for black women so well. It's almost like you're our voice. Like you say things that like are that's hard for us to say in a mm. sense. And you defend us often. When it comes to, like, I've seen, like, certain podcasts that you've been on and they ask you certain questions. You're like, well, what do you think a black woman is supposed to do in that sense? Like, you know what I mean? Like, when it comes to dating or someone who is someone who thinks that they are, like, just fighting for our just fighting for our rights in general. You know what I mean? Like, and I really appreciate that. I want to say that firsthand, like, because it's really hard for us to have a voice sometimes and speak on how we really feel without, without it coming being, off. Without people trying to say you angry. Yeah, without or it coming off angry or, or just upset or like, oh, you think you better than this or you think you're you're above or, you know, and I just really appreciate that. Really yes, do. absolutely. Because this is the thing. Again, when I walk into, when I tell you, you can't tell me I am not the biggest thing walking. Mm-hmm. And that's, I'm just being candid and I'm just being honest and frank with you. And that's not because of my people as in the LGBT community, because I love my people in the LGBT community because I'm gay before anything. So I, I love my people. But guess what? Who Guess who go up for me more than anybody? <laughs> The black, black women. women. Mm-hmm. It's no, I can't go nowhere in the United States of America, and I mean it in the humblest way. I was gagging. I went to New York, going into BBQs. It was about four girls sitting there. Me and my, of course, I know that I'm known in any room that I go in, but we in New York. Mm-hmm. The, the dynamic of New York and Atlanta is completely different. In New York, they don't give a fuck about mm-hmm. who you are. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't give a fuck. You have to be Nicki Minaj, <laughs> Cardi B, Beyonce, and then they actually might care a little bit. Mm-hmm. Opposed to Atlanta, everybody is celebrities here. So in New York, I'm just chilling. I'm I walk into BBQs, they started going crazy. I'm like, Wait a minute. So, all right. So, is that going on? Is that annoying at some point, or do you just appreciate every moment? Like, cause you don't get no privacy. I'm gonna say ninety five percent of the time, I I've never nobody can ever say that they've had a rude interaction with me. I don't go for who you are. Now, I am starting to notice now that I am getting more popular that people are rude as fuck Mm -hmm. and now I can see how if I seen Beyonce out at a cafe and I said hey can I take a picture why she may say not right now yeah Mm. and it's no offense to you yeah it's I I, she don't hate you she's not trying to be above you or rude is she is not in the mood it just don't beat us now it has nothing to do with you and I that I am starting to notice because I was in the airport this is the first time I ever had that feeling because people was like it's gonna come I'm telling you sex so you take a, a thousand pictures. The airport is the it's place. It's going to come. That's going to be the so place. So a day where you be like, I'm in the airport. I'm already rushing. I went, I had a red eye flight. I was mm. coming from LA. So I literally landed in Atlanta like, I had to get on another fucking flight. So I hadn't even landed to Atlanta yet. Excuse me. I was, I landed another, because it was a layover. I'm tired as fuck. 
I'm tired. The, the flight woke me up my sleep midway. That's the worst to get walking up out of your mm-hmm. sleep. Sometimes it's best to just stay up so you don't keep playing with your body like that. So I was woke up out of my sleep, eyes red, still got off the flight. I had to go. Now I'm dashing to another flight. I get off the plane. I'm tired as fuck. Excuse the girl me. comes up to me. You She's like, oh my God, <laughs> sexy eye. And I know how to cut it on. Yeah. So she like, oh, I love you. I'm like, I love you too. Now, can I take a picture? Yeah, I was like, okay, come on, baby, because I'm rushing. She takes the picture. Now I'm dashing because I'm really, I'm walking, like speed walking. So she's calling me again. She's like, oh, sexy, that one was blurry. Baby, I have to. <laughs> baby, I have. She literally said, oh, let me find out you being rude. Ha! How am I being rude? How am I being? I'm literally, I have about three minutes to get to this other flight. Right. Because this flight that I was getting off of, it was already delayed. So it just threw the whole time. I'm literally dashing. And in that moment, I said, wow, now I could see what the fuck people be saying. Yeah. And I get it because there's so many people I love and adore. And when I see them, I'm going to be the same way. But now I get how I've seen people be like, not right now. Mm-hmm. Not today. I don't have on makeup. You want to take a picture? I don't have on makeup, baby. Because guess what? I'm going to fuck around and take this picture with you. And all you're going to do is talk shit about me anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's not a win-win. And, and I remember Santana telling me that. Santana was like, when I'm dolled up, my makeup done, I'll take a picture with anybody. But if you catch me in Walmart, my makeup not done, and I take a picture with you, all y'all going to do is try to make me go viral, talk shit about me, yeah. bash my name, bash how I look. So no, I, I love you and I appreciate you, but no, I don't want to take a picture right now. I'm not together. So I would say I appreciate it, though. I'm always humbled by the love because without the people, influencer, musician, after you wouldn't be shit it's about the people it's the entitlement for me though like people really feel entitled to get this picture with you just because you know you're a celebrity and it's like you're supposed to okay i got two i got two more questions because we got to get out of here but interracial dating what do you think on what do you think of black men only wanting to be with white women and black women so with that question, right, I do, it's two sides on how I feel. I do believe that love is love, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't appreciate black men who get inside of these situations with white women and try to downplay where the fuck they came from. And so that's what makes the situation disingenuous for me. And that's what makes the situation, I don't like it because you have to understand on, at the wait. end of the day, just like the guy that's I'm going I'm trying through, to see if you banging is, if I can hear it. Oh like, shit, because I'm a, you You know I talk about my motherfucking yeah. hands. But I can't can tell because I'm here. Oh, I can but, stop the banging. Well, yeah, go ahead. So for me, it's two sides to that. Mm-hmm. I feel like love is love, and I you can't stop the dynamic of who you love. And I think we've come a long way for a black person and a white person to be able to love in that way. Mm-hmm. Me personally, that's just my opinion. But when a black man gets into a relationship with a white woman and you try to downplay where you came from and who raised you and the things that you know, that's when it becomes disingenuous to me. Because at the end of the day, I understand having a preference in a type of what you like. I'm not taking mm-hmm. that away. And a lot of times, black women don't give a fuck. They don't really be giving a fuck. It's when you get with Sarah and you're trying to downplay where you came from, yep. your neighbors and your mama and your auntie and your cousins and the woman who raised you in daycare and the people who fed you, they were black women. So then now don't try to get in a situation because you think that you're with something more superior than where you motherfucking came from. And then when shit go left, because it's always when it go left, then that's when they come back. Right. To where the fuck they was come, where they came from. Exactly. When things go yeah. left, um, then you want to run to the black woman that don't work like mm-hmm. that. And so that's when things get sticky for me. I'm gonna go get down. Like that guy in the elevator. Remember um that oh, video with the black guy in the elevator down. and the white girl was attacking him. And ended up and killing she him. Ended up stabbing him to death. Like 
But he was on Twitter tweeting things like, you, oh, black girls are ghetto. I could never date a black girl. Why? I don't like dating black women. Always tarnishing our names. And, it's like, and that's my, and let me tell you this. Chinese women have issues. Mm-hmm. Black women have issues. White women have issues. Puerto Rican women have issues. Israeli women have issues. Mm-hmm. You could be from Tokyo. You could be from China. You could be from Jamaica. They all have issues. And guess yeah. what? I've talked to some straight men. They say, you know what? In hindsight, all women really is the same. So yeah. my thing be, I get that some black women have issues. I get that some black women are not perfect, but don't ever try to group all my motherfucking girls exactly. in. Boom. Like, they're just the, the, the issue. Exactly. Don't then, work like that. And then you want to go get with white bitches that want to emulate black women and mm-hmm. want to look like black women and Wear use weaves the and lingo of black women. For their hair. But yeah, boom, just wanted to say that piece. Okay, one more yeah. question. Um, You have anything? Oh, wait. Hold on. I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, do you have like, are you like, like do you have any um, partnerships or sponsorships currently? That you're oh, with? girl, it's, I'm working on something right now. Oh, okay. I'm gonna certain things so they don't want you to talk about until mm-hmm. it's actually okay. Mm-hmm. Love that. Okay, so any advice for a person that wants to be what you are, the young gays, the young women that's looking up to you and watching you do your thing, mm-hmm. seeing how you walk into the room, seeing how you just own it and fuck with the people of all different shapes and sizes from all over the world. What advice do you have for them? Oh, you have to be yourself. And so I have so many people reach out and say, how do I get 100,000 followers? How do I get 50? How do I? You cannot be afraid of what the fuck people are going to think. As long as you're not molesting a child, as long as you're not raping a woman, as long as you're not doing those things in those areas, you let a motherfucker talk and you put your shit out there. So many people don't, they're afraid of their content. They're afraid of putting shit out because you feel as though people are going to talk about you. So you put out media. You put out things that are just like everybody else. Do you not know how many times I look at my motherfucking phone when I'm slapping my thighs together and it say sitting out 40k times? I know 90% <laughs> of those people are talking shit. Right. He looks disgusting. He's fat. Oh my God. Look between his legs. Oh my God. He's this. But guess what? You're watching. Yeah. And so now I have you captivated. And so now you may not have, it's maybe 10 of y'all and five of y'all feel like I'm just so disgusted, but I can assure you it's two people out in the group. They're living, they're gagging, they're going up for it. And guess what they're going to do? They're going to go over and they're going to follow. So guess what? At the end of the motherfucking day, long as you're talking, I live girl. And so, <laughs> so we be like, how can you take it? I love it because you're talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long as you're talking, I'm getting the job done. You right. feel me? Wow. So like- you got to just, you got to put your shit out there and let the girls talk that's what they go you gotta know people are going to talk yeah. so if you can't take it maybe that's not your field maybe you need to go be a doctor maybe you need to go be a nurse maybe you need to go work at CVS and that is beautiful that's not amazing CVS child no but I'm saying because some people are not built for it and it's amazing if you want to go get you a job at CVS do that yeah. and do it with pride I love that right. for you but this field right here may not be for you cause they are gonna talk and I live oh my god what do you even say after that down, I'm gonna, I live. I told y'all we had a real bitch in the room. Like, Down. <laughs> Definitely. Well, thank you again for coming, sexy. Like, Damn. you are always a real bitch and love who your you energy. are. And oh, every, I love you. Every time, I feel like every time I see you, you're just never not you. And it's hard to find that at Atlanta. You know what I mean? Oh, because you know so many motherfuckers here be delusional. I love Atlanta, but people here are delusional. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, you get around these people and they don't have a dollar fifty to their motherfucking name. Mm-hmm. And, 
everybody thinks they're Beyonce and haven't accomplished You bitches of, think you Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, and you've done nothing. And you've done nothing. Their resume is nothing me. When when I tell you motherfuckers be seeing me working, and when I mean working, I mean working pop-up shop, 10 people I'm working. Mm. Lotto Party, 2,000 people I'm working. Mm. Coach Stormy Wellington's Girls Conference, 5,000 people. Any room you put me in, it could be five people. I'm a worker. I'm going to do my job. And so that's why you see me working. I think sometimes when you reach a certain level, when it comes to followers or you feel like you're at a certain status like uh, I'm not taking that me I'm taking it all give it to me because these bills gonna get paid that truck she's not going nowhere mm. my home I've been there since I've moved to Atlanta a lot of motherfuckers can't say that yeah. and so I'm just you know I'm, I'm proud of myself because I stay on the money in mm. the grind I was showing up today I'm not Beyonce. I'm on time. I'm on time. I'm on time type of bitch. Mm. When y'all reached out to me I'm honored. Mm. Mm. That's just what it is. Like to constantly have people. Do you know how many people reach out to me for podcasts and I show up to all of them? Yeah. To have people, because for somebody to have a podcast, they're not gonna reach out to somebody who they feel like not gonna at least bring in a hundred views. Yeah. So for a person to feel like you're that girl, I'm coming. Yeah. Period. Well, thank you again. And um, yeah, what the fuck do you say? You just I don't know what to say after you say things. You just say things so good. What the yeah. fuck? But anyway, we're gonna um end this episode now. Um, first episode of the year. We coming in big. First Duh. episode of the year, twenty twenty four. Playtime Let's is over, bitches. That's oh, right. nobody plugged their socials. Oh, oh, come on. Plug, well, Plug your social We know who, we know who you are. Yeah, well, we not everybody. No. What's going on, y'all? It's the one of the only big sexy official live in the flesh. And my name's Falange. You can follow me at LaFleur.XO. That's L-A-F-L-E-U-R.XO. Y'all can follow me at K-I-R-Q-U-E-V-A-L-E-N-T-I-N motherfucking. Oh, playtime is over, bitches. Down. Thumbnail. <laughs>